Hey, beautiful friend. So excited that you're here and so excited to share this episode with you. Today, I have Yolanda King on the show and we talk all about boundaries. So Yolanda is actually a confidence coach and she also is a fellow social worker, which I love. And we've had so many good conversations together and I knew that I needed to have her on here to talk with us about boundaries. So we're going to dig into why they're so important, why they can be kind of challenging and really how we can start creating healthier boundaries to protect our time and our energy and especially to help us pursue the calling that God has placed on our hearts. I hope you enjoy. Hey babe, welcome to the show. My name is Devani. I have my master of social work and I've been in the mental health field for about five years. Every episode, you'll hear faith and psychology-based mindset strategies and emotional wellness tools that will help you start showing up more authentically, start taking consistent, confident action in your life, and start creating your life by design. Let's dig in. So I wanted to talk about boundaries because I feel like I talk to so many women about boundaries and there's a lot of guilt and a lot of shame and a lot of difficulty with asserting boundaries, like knowing when it's okay to do that, knowing that it's appropriate. And I think also on the flip side of that, I feel like I talk to so many women who are exhausted and burnt out. And I think that a huge factor in that is the difficulty with setting boundaries. Yeah, I agree. I feel like there's two types of boundaries. I don't know about you, but there's like the emotional boundaries kind of like, and I'm sure you've seen it in your profession because I used to deal with foster children a lot. And when you would have foster children that would attach to their foster parents or people right away and would use the, I love you right away. Obviously that was like insecure attachment boundary issues. But then I feel like there's another type of boundary where people don't really talk about, which is like respecting your time, saying no giving people too much and not standing up for yourself. And so I just feel like that kind of boundary is where you, I don't hear a lot of talk about that. Yeah. Thousand percent. And I think that's especially so important in the work that we're doing. And when you work with people and it's like you said, the different types of boundaries. So we have like the physical boundaries and then we have the emotional boundaries and even just boundaries in like where you're willing to put your energy how you're spending your time, are people respecting your time? Um, things like that, I think, are so huge. And then even like expectations of how people are going to interact with you and to treat you, boundaries around that too. But yeah, the energy and time is huge because I think I think so many of us have a really difficult time saying no or knowing what to say. I remember someone saying. I just want to feel like my yeses are yeses and my noes are noes. Wow. Which is so huge to think of like every yes and no can feel so challenging and like such a huge choice, but it's just learning like what's a yes, what's a no, and then how to set that boundary. I love it. I love connecting with you because it's like social work to a social work and coach to a coach is like we have a double 
<laughs> double mission that, that we do there. Um, but my name is Yolanda King. I'm a Christian confidence coach and I, I help Jesus loving women, Christian women really identify, activate their calling so they can live with joy, with happiness, uh, full of fulfillment while doing the things that, that they love while doing the, their God-given calling and making this world a better place. I truly, from the bottom of my heart, believe that we all have a story that's going to make a difference in the lives of others. And it's our responsibility to share it and make this world a better place. So good. So good. I love that. Activate your calling. That's huge. That's a big word. I love that. That sounds so powerful. Activating your calling and living with more joy. And that's so true. Everyone has a story and really, it sounds like you help them find that and find the courage in that and have the confidence to then walk in that and share that with other people. Yes. Amen to that. That's what I do. (laughs) Beautiful. So yeah, I just wanted to talk about boundaries today because like we were chatting about before, I feel like I feel like there's just so much that we don't know about boundaries. Like they can feel so challenging. And I think that there are some things that we can talk about that can maybe make them feel a little easier, make them feel a little more tangible so that women can hopefully start feeling a little more confident and setting boundaries around, like you said, even just your time and your energy. And I think boundaries can feel like such a a bad word, but almost reshifting over into just realizing the power of it and why it's so important. Absolutely. And here's the thing. If you get a hold of your boundaries, you get a hold of your life. And that's powerful, powerful. And a lot of people don't talk about that, but this boundaries is like, It's the foundational work to getting things done, getting your goals accomplished, being able to say no. Like that's an art of its own. If it doesn't fall in line with the woman you want to be, with the life you want to carry, then it's a simple no. And releasing that that shame, that guilt, or even feeling like you're selfish. Like it's none of that. It's knowing very well what you want and what God has called you to do and everything so else. No. So good. What do you think are some of the biggest boundaries that we need more of as women, business owners, as women leaders, boundaries that we need more? So earlier you had said like your yeses being yeses and your nos being nos. I wish I would have gotten better with my time boundaries and especially like Devaney you know this like I'm a social worker currently right um you know our type of job like if there's an emergency there's an emergency um and I also run a business a business that I know God has called me to and if I only have 10 hours today then I need to respect that I only have 10 hours that means in the morning when I wake up if I have one hour get what I need do what I need to get done And respecting my work hours, respecting my family hours, those are all boundaries that you need to establish. And until you understand all of that and until you accept it, because it's one thing to know it, it's another thing to accept it. For the longest, I had like mind drama. I had tantrums because I wanted to work in my business 40 hours a week. 
But until I accepted that 100%, then I couldn't fully operate. I couldn't fully show up with liberty the way God intended me to do. To do. So that's the first one, respecting your, your time. And it's, it's easy. So like, look at the calendar like, and divide all your responsibilities, your family, your career, and, and everything. And, and know how many hours you have in the day for certain tasks. So good. Yeah. And I think that's just so important. Like you said, thinking about what is the most important right now, right? I always bring everything back to values. And that's what you just said, looking at what are my roles? Where do I need to show up? Where, what do I want to experience? Like, what does this look like? And then really getting clear and drawing it out. What does this need to look like? And I think so often, and this has been frighteningly coming up when I look at my like screen time is it really will check you so fast, right? Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, what could I have gotten done in this amount of time? So when we think about it, we really do have time. Like we just need to make sure that we're spending our time in ways that align with your values and that align with your mission and creating those boundaries of like, okay, no, this hour is for my business. And it's something that I'm still working on, like even working in the evenings and things like that. Cause I'm a social worker as well during the day. And I mean, all the time at heart, but you know, and so it's really, really being able to set that boundary of, okay, this is the time that I'm going to be focusing on this task or on that. And then respecting that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and aside from time, I think emotional boundary too. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't come from like, let's just put it this way. I didn't grow up with my mom and dad. I grew up with trauma, unworthiness issue, bouncing from home to home with my family members that by the time I was an adult, I crossed those emotional boundaries. I placed my identity and my careers and just really dove in full heartedly. And when that was stripped away from me, um, I found myself like, oh my gosh, like, where am I at? Because I was giving my whole self to my job. And that's a boundary that I feel like sometimes women cross because they're better at work than they are at being a mom or being a wife and operating in that zone. Because, you know, it just goes back to, to childhood and what you experience and some of the stuff that, that God continues to work on you, your insecurities, your emotions, and just all that stuff. And so I am that woman who, who crossed those emotional boundaries. And even sometimes, I don't know if it happens to you, but I'm on the podcast and I'm sharing And Sometimes I feel like I overshare because I'm like, oh my gosh, like that felt too vulnerable. Like, <laughs> and, um, and I do that sometimes, but at the same time, like I've learned to detect, okay, is this the season to, to reveal this part of my story? And if it's not, then go ahead and like put that away for later. And, you know what I mean? And share what, what you're comfortable sharing, share what's going to help the public. Cause like I said, we all have a story that's going to help somebody, but it's just knowing the time and the place for that. And that's another type of boundary. That is such a good point because I think on social media, so many people share everything 
And then there are some business coaches who don't share anything. And I even saw one of them posted and was like, yeah, I've built, you know, a whatever figure business without sharing any of my personal life. And I'm like, wow, she really did though. She doesn't share anything personal. And so it was just so fascinating. And so really figuring out like what, what feels comfortable for you? What's right in this season? Yeah. That's so huge. That's huge. Like just to think about it, it, you, you nailed it right there. What feels comfortable to you? If you are an overshare like me, <laughs> knowing they have to scale back a little bit and maybe and you're on the opposite end. And if you want to relate a little bit, maybe sharing a story here and there, just kind of what works with you. So, yeah. Pardon this interruption. I want to take just a quick moment to invite you to join a journaling challenge that I have coming up. Go ahead and head down to the show notes. If you are looking for an incredible journaling experience to really help you reflect on 2020 and feel really refreshed, renewed, refocused as you head in to 2021. So it's going to be a journaling challenge where you're going to get daily journal prompts that are really going to help you reflect on your growth, your experiences over the last year so that we can release them, reflect on them, acknowledge them, and then really realign, refocus on what we want to experience and create in 2021. So if that sounds intriguing to you, head down to the show notes, make sure to sign up and join. That's so good. So we talked a little bit about time boundaries, a little bit about emotional boundaries. I think something too, that we can chat about. And one of the challenges that I think that I've been hearing a lot is like we mentioned before, right? Feeling confident in saying yes or no to other people and setting those boundaries of what we are willing to give, how we are willing to show up. What, what are some of the things that you've seen around that either in your own life or with people that you've worked with just that difficulty to say, no, I can't help you or no, I can't do that. Especially when we're in like a service-based business and we're here to serve. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll give you some examples. I think out of all the boundary spectrums right now, I think that one's the one that I'm trying to get better. Um, so I'm, I'm in ministry as well. And I know sometimes we're very service driven and we want to do, do, do. We have big visions. We have big desires, but not everything is, you don't have to do everything at one time in that season of your life. And especially if people know your talents and people know your skills, your capabilities, they're going to ask you to do some stuff. And I go back to, and this is the way I teach it now, like focus on three core things that like an entire year, you know, how people do like vision boards and goals for the year. Well, focus on three areas for that entire year, stay committed to it. And if things pop up during the year that does not align to that, that's when you know it can be an easy no and start practicing. It might, you might not get it right the first few times. I mean, some, like, I remember when I started saying no, I was like, um, I would say like, <laughs> I don't think I have time. I could try to squeeze it. Like, and so it was like a half no, and it would be brought on to me, like a responsibility that I have to do. Okay. I'd rather you start doing that than saying, okay, I'll do it. Because eventually you're going to transition into that hard no, because it does not serve you where you are right now in your life. It's not aligned to where God wants to take you. 
And so I think at the core of it, you just have to understand and have some discernment of what you want for your life and what kind of woman you want to be. So there's a million different directions that I would like to take this. And I would love to pick your brain about the three goals, but very quickly. Um, oh my gosh, what you said just stood out to me and it left. It literally flew out of my head. It will come back. So what I would love to ask you about is the three goals. But Yolanda, I have so many ideas and I want to do so many things. And this new fun idea just came up and I think it would be a really good idea. What do you say to that? Oh my goodness. <laughs> You're right. We could go so many different ways. Ugh. Okay. If I'm, if I have this person right in front of me and they just told me, I'd be like, listen, babe, do you want results? Because if you're going to spread yourself, then you're not going to get nowhere. And it wasn't until two, three years ago where I was very focused. I think that first year when I really tried it, I was focusing on my marriage because my marriage was crumbling. I focused on my finances and I forgot the other part. Um, but that's all I focused on that entire year. And that was the year that I said no to all these programs, like in the coaching space. And oh my gosh, it was so hard. <laughs> I was like, I want everything. <laughs> but I committed myself, right? The following year, what did I focus on? I focused on like starting the podcast. I focused on other stuff. And you know what I mean? And everything that came my way, it was an easy no. You know what I mean? It was like, no, not right now. Not right now. God is shifting many things right now for the year 2021. And I'm like, no, <laughs> because what is that going to tell? Like, that's what is that going to require of me? That's going to require me to say no to other things. That's not aligned to those areas of your life. And I'll break some down. So areas of your life could be your finances, your career, your family, immediate family, your extended family and friends, your personal development, your health, and the last one I believe is recreation. Those are seven areas. So assess all those seven areas. And I feel like you internally know what you need to focus on. And just based off your current life, like what are you lacking? What, what is like, what's kind of falling apart? <laughs> Um, that is like, okay, it's time to focus on that. So good. I think it's so easy to try and focus on everything and to want to focus on everything and to feel like everything is super urgent right now. But just like Yolanda is saying, if you really create that quiet space, asking yourself, like, where do I need to focus? And I think that's another boundary in itself is being willing being willing to set an intention, create your clear focuses. And this is perfect timing coming into the new year mm -hmm. and being willing to stay dedicated. And that's a boundary. You will be setting boundaries to stay in those lanes. It is so easy to get caught up in. There are literally opportunities flying at us left and right, things to purchase, programs to join, things to learn, activities to go do everywhere. And it's just about getting intentional with what really is the most important for me. What am I feeling called the most to focus on? And I've noticed that. And I know that you know Kristen, and Kristen is like the queen of multi-passionate entrepreneurs, right? And that is me. And I also have attention challenges. So it's like, 
I get squirrel brain, shiny object syndrome. And that's something that I personally am working on because God has placed so much on my heart that I have so many big goals and I can see where it's going, but I have to continually ask myself, what is it in this season? What Mm -hmm. is it in this season? And then also not let myself be run by that fear that if I only focus on a couple of things right now, knowing that that's enough, that's Mm -hmm. enough. And I'm not going to miss out on what he has for me, but really that diligent, intentional focus is what's going to create the fruit that we really want to see. Okay. So I'll break it down real quick. So let's say um, one of your listeners has a massive dream to speak to a speak, to be a speaker, to do uh, retreats, to travel around the world speaking. And you know, you have that vision, like God has confirmed it. You feel that impulse inside of you, like drawing you to it. Like without a doubt, this is a calling. Okay. Now it's, it's time to discern God, what do you need me to do with this? And there's, Three, like three different, there's three different phases within a season. There's a preparation phase. There's an action phase. And there's a maintenance phase. Sometimes God reveals stuff to us in a preparation stage. And we get so passionate, so wild. And we just start taking action, action, action. But what he's trying to do is he's trying to reveal to you, like, you know what I mean? What's going to come next? And so in that preparation stage, you could start learning. You could start immersing yourself with knowledge. You could start a podcast to learn how to speak to a mic and learn how to engage people with the audience. And, and that's where I was. Like, I love to speak. And I was like, well, I need to learn how to talk. <laughs> so like, I need to start a podcast. And I was very drawn to, to a podcast. And you know what I mean? And so the preparation stage of that season and there's the action stage where it's like okay it's time for you to start like taking action it's start for you to have that massive faith and invest in yourself invest in the programs um start a business create a speaker sheet do things that's like gonna get you like oh my gosh this is so scary but this is what i'm exactly what i'm supposed to be doing and then once you're operating and you're calling you're doing all this stuff there's like a maintenance phase where God is like, okay, you're done. You're doing it. Just slow down, maintain it. Let everything settle in. And so sometimes it's up to us to discern where are we in that season? And I could guarantee you that the preparation stage is so hard. So hard. (laughs) Yeah. It's so hard. And so it's like, wow. And so to that, I just want to validate anybody listening that what you're dreaming, what you're feeling, what you're inspiring, it's not wrong. It's right. God placed it there for a reason. But get it like a piece of paper, start talking to God and asking God questions. Stay in the silence and ask him like, where does he want you in this season? So good. And I think too, so let's talk about boundaries and how that relates to staying in your lane. So like, say that, you know, what season we're in. So say that we can use. So for example, God has really put on my heart to create a signature one-on-one coaching program. That's like really specific using a lot of the, a lot of the knowledge that I have and the women that I've been coming into contact with. So with knowing what phase we're in, how do boundaries 
come into play with staying focused, right? And I already have some ideas of like just kind of different routines or practices or journal prompts that we can talk about too, to stay focused. But what do you think about like boundaries in relation to staying focused with where we're at and on those things? Cause I think focus is so underrated, but so important. And I love that you focus so much on that. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me read. Process it. Process it. Yes. My laptop's about to die. So I'm just trying to plug in my laptop and it is. (sighs) My mic just kills my laptop. So bad. Okay. So. This is such a good one. And I think I'm going to tie it back to multi-passionate shiny object syndrome. I fall under that category too, as well. So I, I that makes me feel it. better. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> that it totally is me. God, I don't know if, if it was this year or last year. It might've been last year. God literally told me, um, stay in your lane, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. So anytime I try to do things that were differently, because it's like, okay, I've invested close to 20,000 on myself. I know how to do this. I, you know what I mean? And I tried to coach it. I tried to create programs. He, something was out of alignment because you need to understand staying in your lane. And it comes down to what you said, focus. Once God revealed something to you, like just start doing it. There's nothing missing. You just need to take action and taking action. Sometimes not going to like be all glamorous and luxurious and high vibe and (laughs) all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's the small consistent actions over time. That's going to produce the big results. You just need to stay focused on doing what it is that God has called you to do. You need to stay focused on your lane because because if you don't, then that's kind of where the boundary starts coming in. You're not respecting what God has revealed to you. And you're dabbling into other things. Yeah, that's so good. I think that's just such an important thing to talk about because there's so much out there and there are literally a million different coaches doing a million different things. And so really remembering what am I being called to? How am I being called to show up? And what do I need to set in place to allow myself to show up that way? So that's hitting on like a number of different boundaries. Like what am I being called to show up as right or in stay in your lane? And then also like, what do I need to set up to be able to move forward in that and taking that focused intentional action? That's so good. And I want to validate like the emotions of anybody because we all want so much stuff and we can have it. We can be multi-passionate. We just can't have it all at the same time. (laughs) Like eventually we'll get there, but in order to do everything we want to do, we need to focus on that one thing, on that, that second thing a year, like the three things, right? A year. And then moving on to another three areas of your life. It's so interesting. This took, this took such a different turn than I was expecting. So we're talking about like boundaries and business and staying really focused. And I love it. I think it's so important because even thinking about how we set goals and how all of that relates to boundaries, like 
boundaries are just so essential, whether it's us telling someone that we can't commit to something or that we can't do something, whether it's us setting work hours with our clients, setting boundaries around that boundaries around what we're willing to do for a client boundaries around whatever, or even saying, oh, I have this really new, exciting idea, but I'm going to say no to that right now so that I can stay focused. Those are all boundaries. It's a line that you are drawing a yes and a no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) So good. What do we think would be some really practical takeaways for women to walk away with? If they're saying, you know, I see what you're saying. I get it. Yes. It's a great idea, but I really do have a difficult time saying no or a really difficult time. If I do say no, I then feel really guilty and feel like I really need to do all the things for everyone. Just that, that really that guilt afterwards or that questioning themselves and did they make the right call or, you know, in this absolutely used to be me. Um, and I've come a long way, still struggle sometimes human, right. But what, what would you say to that woman? Oh my gosh, there's so much I want to say, but first of all, like me and you, <laughs> like if, if you're struggling with this, whoever's listening, like, like you have Devony here, like, come on, like <laughs> this is the girl you go to for those kind of stuff. You know what I mean? That's what me and you do as confidence coaches, as, as social workers, right? We analyze um, your whole environment, your social aspect, your, your physical environment. Like we analyze everything to come up with an assessment, right? If there's all this mind drama, all this guilt going on internally, like what is causing that? Like, is there beliefs? Do we need to uncover some of those beliefs and create new beliefs with affirmations, with journal prompts? Um, so absolutely ha- like, staying in touch with somebody like, like you, like, you know, somebody who does this type of work. And I think at the core of it, think of the woman that you want to be. It's like, there's this quote and I forgot who said it. Like I, I didn't always know what I wanted to do, but I always knew the woman I wanted to be. And in order for you to get to her, you need to be okay with a no. And maybe like some guilt and shame and feeling bad is going to come, but it's okay. Like emotions are emotions. It's what we do with those emotions. How did you start creating boundaries in your life? Oh gosh, it's tough. It is tough. I'm like a recovering perfectionist, recovering people pleaser. I'm a type two on the Enneagram. So I'm like always wanting to help and love on other people. But I think just coming to a space where where you have to decide for yourself. I think a couple different things. I think deciding for yourself that your well-being is more important than saying yes to everyone. Mm-hmm. I think if you get to a place where you're burnt out because you're doing everything for everyone and you're not saying no, you deal with that long enough and then you decide that you can't do it anymore. And I think also really diving into my faith and really looking at who I am, because a lot, just talking to my husband about this, I think when we struggle with boundaries to the level that we're talking about, like when some people really struggle with saying no and, you know, just creating that space for themselves underneath that, a lot of the time there's a fear of something. Mm -hmm. So if you know your Enneagram type, 
what is your core fear? And that could possibly be related to you struggling with your boundaries, right? A fear of like being abandoned, being rejected, a fear of people not liking you. And what would that mean about me if someone doesn't like me? Right. And like having to learn why is it that I always feel like I have to do things for other, like, what is it underneath? Because when you look at that root and like, we've talked about that's You know, like as social workers, we're all about finding the root and not just dealing with the symptoms, not just putting a bandaid on it, but so often underneath that, there is a fear of something and what that would mean about you. And so diving into your faith and really learning who you are in Christ and your innate value and that your value and worth have nothing to do with how other people see you. Or if you need to say no, because you need a nap or you need to rest, or it just doesn't align with where you're at in life, whatever this is, I'm being super general that that's okay. And that doesn't impact how loved you are, how valued you are, how worthy you are. I think that once we move to that space, that's where a lot of it gets so much easier to set boundaries when we're over on that side. Oh my gosh, I love this. And so is there any journaling prompts that you feel could help with this? Oh yeah. And I will definitely post some below, but I would just say to get started, I just love journal prompts so much. I I would say to get started, just really asking yourself, what are some of the thoughts that are coming up when I want to say no, but I'm not? What are some of the thoughts that are coming up for me? Is there a fear that's coming up? And of course, this isn't related. We're not talking about like safety or things like that because that's obviously a very different discussion. We're talking about like you don't want to commit to helping with something or to showing up on something or, you know, whatever that looks like. Or even asking for help is another boundary that I think is in the opposite direction, but I digress. Journal prompts would be asking yourself, like, what are the thoughts that are coming up when I want to say no, but I'm having a really hard time? Or when you say no and you feel really guilty, like, what are the thoughts that are coming up for you? Is there a fear underneath that? And what do I feel that would mean about me? So that's like the self-awareness piece, right? That we need to start with the awareness. And then I would continue I would just continue with, what does God say about this? What are some Bible verses that I can find related to this? And I'm referring to like, whatever you land on with the, what does this mean about me? Find some Bible verses that speak truth about who you are and your value and your worth. Cause I'm sure it'll be something related to worthiness or your value. That's so many of these core things that we talk about. And then identifying like, yeah. Just what does he say about, what does he say about me? What does he say about this? How could me setting this boundary actually be helpful for me, for my calling, for the other people around me? How could this actually be beneficial? I love that. Wow. Do you feel that, um, do you feel that sometimes people, um, us sometimes, like lack boundaries and lack establishing that because it's an internal issue that has been unresolved. 
Yeah. I think it's through conditioning of how we were raised and the role that we played within our families. Like I was always taking care of everyone, making sure everyone got along. And so it wasn't my place to be a disruptor or to say no, or like, that's not, that's not who I was. That's not who I was in my family. And so I think it's a lot of what we learned growing up, who we learned to be, how we learned to address conflict as a young person is huge. And then, yeah, a lot of times there are beliefs underneath there about who we are, who we have to be, how we have to show up that keep us feeling unsafe, you know, or uncomfortable setting those boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. There's a saying that I heard and it was related to business, but I kind of flipped the script with life. The original quote something said something like this. Your business is only able to grow to the extent you're willing to heal. And I feel literally I got the goosebumps. Yeah, I transitioned it into like the life. It's like your your life is only able to grow. It's only able to evolve. It's only able to get better to the extent you're willing to heal. And healing doesn't have to be like this tissue box and painful experience. It could be a beautiful, liberating experience if you allow it to be. And I feel like the self-healing could very much be like the journal prompts that you provide. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such a fantastic point. I was actually talking with my husband about that recently and in a Bible study I was in recently about self-healing literally can look like in the day-to-day, in the moment-to-moment, like you choosing to ask yourself intentional questions to get aware of what you're doing, what you're thinking. Why, why did I have such a hard time saying no? Why did I, you know, why did I make that comment about my body or where I was like, you know, kind of saying something rude about my body to make someone else feel better or right. Like someone compliments you and then you're like, Oh no, I don't even right? Why just asking yourself, building that self-awareness and then intentionally choosing how you're going to respond that in itself, that is a healing journey because you're constantly choosing and changing and making intentional choices about how you want to show up. And that's so much of what you do, Mm -hmm. building your confidence in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love this. (laughs) We can keep going and going and going. (laughs) Do you want to share any last thoughts or any, just anything else that's on your heart right now before we close up? Oh, okay. So I want to, I'm all about validating our feelings and validating our emotions. And wherever you are right now in the spectrum of boundaries, if you know that this is an area that you need to, to work on, but don't know how to go about it, I would definitely pick up, pick up that book boundaries on Amazon and it'll probably be the first one there. But more than that, literally journal out, like, what kind of woman do I want to be? And how do I want my character to be, my personality to be, my, my every, like, down to, the, like, the nitty-gritty. And I, then I want you to just kind of, like, feel her out. Because that woman that you desire to be is somewhere inside of you. Until you start establishing healthy boundaries, then it's totally possible possible. It's totally possible to embody her, to be her. So good. So good. I love that. And I love how you said, get so detailed, get so detailed. And you can envision that because she's there. 
And that's who God is calling you to show up as, right? So often like God, God creates us to be these incredibly bold, whole, healthy, you know, like just vibrant, vivacious humans in general. And then we experience life and life can be challenging and how we just all of the things, right. And it just literally covers, it covers us up who God intended us to be. It just gets masked with all these unhealthy learned behaviors or thinking patterns. And that's, that's such beautiful work just to look at who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? Mm, So good. So I wanted to say to a really practical tip, I wanted to make sure that I shared on here was, and Yolanda mentioned this earlier to start doing the half yeses, right. Of saying, Oh, let me, let me think about it. I might be able to do that. But really another thing that you can start doing is to just say, can I get back to you? Can I get back to you? Even just creating a pause in there, right. Just learning to not instinctively say yes is huge. So that would be another really good practical one. Hey love, if you loved this episode or felt like you learned something new or received any value from it, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and a review. That's how we get more ears listening. And I would love to connect with you on Instagram. Go ahead and post a screenshot of this episode on your Instagram story and make sure to tag at devony.taylor and at she's called and confident. That is Yolanda's tag. I cannot wait to connect with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that it spoke to you and I will talk to you soon.